Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I get to go on an extended family vacation every year. I guess it's a family reunion, but we call it Family Fun Week. And in 2022, as in 2021, Phil and I sent our five boys driving off together. And as we wrapped up some final things around the house, we followed after them maybe an hour later. And what we found out later was that our 16-year-old, who is still very much in the learning to drive stage, ended up driving the first, or almost all of the first seven hours and 20 minutes. And he had just uh, exited from I-95, which is a major interstate. (laughs) The speed limit is 70. And as they were on the exit ramp, all of a sudden there was a loud noise and the uh, right rear tire locked up and they couldn't move. And, (laughs) oh Lord Jesus, that's a really intense thing. And, And yet they were safe. So we got a call from our oldest and he explained the situation. Well, because the one who was driving was not the fastest and because when they stopped for gas, there were five of them and not two. Uh, we had been gradually gaining on them. So we were about 20 minutes out. And when we arrived, one of the boys had asked, well, we can't go forward. Can we go backward? And they actually had been able to move backward. And so they had made it off to the side of the road. So they were not in the center of the road. They were safe. And they were all so calm. In fact, it, it, it made me laugh later because I would open the door to check on them and they would be like, oh my goodness, there's mosquitoes. <laughs> and they would be not grumpy about the mosquitoes, but there would be like questions, you know, kind of like, can we close the door, please? And so I just thought how precious, like they weren't freaked out about the fact that their car had stopped in the middle of a fairly busy exit. They were just like, oh dear, those mosquitoes. And they just kept listening to their audiobooks. And, you know, this is just a beautiful story about the Lord's provision. And yet, like, also the boundaries of provision, right? Because you don't want your car to completely break an hour from your vacation site. That's not ideal, it seems. And (laughs) I didn't realize there would be buses. Hold on. Okay. Like that wasn't, in a way, that was, it was a bummer. But then here are the additional provision. So my sister had already been in Florida for a week with her husband's family. So they kind of do like back-to-back family reunions. And that morning they had gotten up and her mother-in-law had said, I know you can't check in until four. So just feel free to stay here or like meaning can't check in in the new place until four. So just stay here, enjoy the time. We have the pool. And all three of Janelle's children said, no, we're ready to be done. Like we, we don't want to stay. We, we don't care that we can go in the pool and then shower later. We just actually need to leave this place. And so it was kind of socially awkward, but that was just the decision that the family made. And so they had driven up and arrived an hour early. And so graciously, the property manager had adjusted the key code so they could get in at three instead of at four. 
and we were there last year and had sought to be good tenants. So in that way, it felt kind of like, oh, that is so kind and not necessary, but so kind. And so they had been in at three and Janelle had texted me, what do you think we should do for dinner? And and then an hour later, I called her and said, well, we're indefinitely delayed from dinner. The car broke. I'm not sure what we're going to do. And she said, oh, do you want me to come and get you? And it was such an unexpected and such a precious request. And at the time, it was like, well, maybe not yet. Let's just assess the situation a little more. So once we had realized that the tow truck would not be 20 minutes out and that this car truly would not be moving, I said, yeah, if you, if you could come. And she said, but as she said later, the reality is we had driven four and a half hours in what felt like rush hour conditions. Like it was moving, but it was intense. But when we got to this, the house, I thought, oh, people are going to be arriving within an hour. I don't want to go to the beach and miss the arrival. Like that's kind of a fun family thing. And so she had just stayed around the house, was painting her nails, just kind of having like a fun, I'm on vacation kind of morning. And because of that, when I said, can you come and get us? She wasn't an hour away. (laughs) Isn't that beautiful? Like she hadn't walked on the beach for an hour to say, oh, sure, I'll come and get you. But it's going to be an hour before I can even get to my car and then another hour before I can reach you. No, it was just, she was ready to go. She could just put on her shoes and go. And because they had already been there an hour, she was rested and had, was not kind of in a, you know, how you can get in that kind of travel, not tizzy, but just kind of like, I'm just going. And so that was so precious of the Lord. And then the way the rest of the evening worked out, for those of us who had gone with Janelle, that would be my five boys and myself, we left Phil with the car waiting for the tow truck. And the tow truck company had said, it'll be three hours, which was long. It actually ended up being closer to seven, which was extra long. And that was, um, (laughs) it was one of those like, well, we are actually praying about this quite a bit, but that's just the reality of a vacation destination with a lot of cars apparently. So, and probably not as many employees as they would wish. And I was just so thankful when I talked to my husband at 11 PM that he had actually made contact with the tow truck driver. Like this will actually happen at some point. And it wasn't a long tow that he needed, maybe half an hour. And then he made it safely seven and a half hours after we had expected to arrive, but the whole family arrived safely. And nobody was completely stopped on I-95 unexpectedly where there wouldn't even necessarily be brake lights because (laughs) anyway, so when Phil got in, when that had first happened, Jaden had thought it was the brakes. When Phil initially tested the vehicle, he thought it was the transmission, which even that wasn't, wouldn't be the end of the world. Like we bought the car used with high miles and our friend who sold it to us said, you're going to have to replace the transmission at some point. And, and yet when Phil got arrived, he said, I don't think it's a transmission. I think it was the rear differential because one of the rear tires had locked up, but I was still able to drive backwards. So there's, uh, there's just the beautiful boundaries of grace that come over our lives, even in the midst of the things that are, um, intense and who, and challenging. So Jesus, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for safety for my boys. That nobody was upset. 
thank you for uh, the ability to, in many ways, just kind of mitigate the, di- the disaster, shall I say, that my husband is such a person of peace and just kind of like, if this is going to happen, why would I get upset about it? Like, I'm not thrilled that I'm sitting here by the side of the road for seven hours, but it could be worse, you know, and there's no other, there's nothing else to be done. So it just is what it is. So Jesus, thank you for all of the grace that you show us. <laughs> thank you for your protection. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.